Also, baseball is way too hard to do an entire show based oh, on. Oh, no, it's, it's not. We just did no, one. No, it really is. No, nah, we just did one, man. Come on. We can do 120, day, no. 120 games every day. I could do it after a week. I oh, was, like, no, 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 no. We, we got to be daily with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Woo, that's something, isn't it? We be sitting right there camping and stuff. I mean, think about it, dude. When we reach about 50, yeah, we can do that. The we can cover the MLB playoffs. That'd be a great idea. Oh, like, oh, MLB oh, playoffs oh. on the World Series. But no, for the regular season, or maybe you can do after the All-Star. See, right there, maybe. that's called endurance, Al. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not willing to endurance an entire baseball season. Uh, like, yeah. granted, I've been, I can only watch the Brewers, and I like to watch the Phillies so I can make fun of you. Yes. And vice versa, Al. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's what you get for Wait, wait, wait. I always bash your teams, and not only that, you're a Diamondbacks fan. I am not. Stop it. I Never. Am not, where did Never. this come from? It's time to start the show. You're listening to The Cyclone on J360 Radio. Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to the Cyclone. Me and the boys are going to be sitting back watching the Cavs in Game 4, and we're going to go ahead and see what exactly is going on. A little bit of everything has kind of been happening lately. Everybody's saying that LeBron's head is not in the game anymore. People are actually running around here making memes that make no sense. Some people are also talking about like how the Celtics are actually going to be the ones that face the Warriors. And if that can be good or bad, considering what side of the spectrum you're on. And at least as far as I'm concerned with the Celtics winning, it actually made the Eastern Conference look a lot better than what was going on in the West, because the West was kind of a washout, but at least when the Celtics pulled that win, it kind of made me give a damn. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, though, hey guys, what's happening over there? If the Cavs do not humiliate the Celtics completely. Look, Al, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I'm happy it did. You know what, because that's a good thing. I'm glad that the Celtics won Game 3. It had to be done. I mean, because at least it was watchable, Al. I mean, you look over at the Western I mean, it was Conference. A, it was a good game. I, I mean, I mean, you look at the Western Conference. Was anybody excited about the damn Warriors and the Spurs, really? No. <laughs> not at all. Over here in the East, though, you wanted to watch LeBron get humbled. 11 points. Yeah, it just went right by him. But you know the thing about it is, it's, it was funny, though, because Jalen Brown was saying that LeBron was like a regular guy. And you see the regular guy went over there with the home court being the Celtics and beat the shit out of him. However, when Cleveland became the home team, the Celtics just came in there and they just, <laughs> you know, they just started shooting threes after them 11 points were given up. I mean, I guess he just wasn't engaged. Or they gave the game to them, which could be possible. I mean, after all, it's just trolling now. Even but you with know, Isaiah Thomas, that's yeah. the thing that's so embarrassing. Well, not but, only that, but that proves that they really don't need him in the long run. Like, maybe he's run his course finally. Maybe. What, Thomas? Yeah, maybe he's run his course over there. I mean, don't get me wrong. The man has accolades, okay? He can't Isn't he like 26? How has he run his course? He's only he's, been there for like two, three years. He's run his course because he's so wounded, Al. He didn't stay well, remember? He's hurt. You know this. I can see it now. It's like why Lenny has it. It's over. Cut him. Cut him in the offseason. His you, time is bad. You know, there is a lot of people on the Celtics side saying that, right? Jay, I would give anything for you to be a GS. Look, Al, I know how to play my boys. If you want a credible team, 
Okay, make me a GM then. Yes, I, I want you to be a GM. I mean, I mean, granted, I might get fired for making the right decisions, but... I could see you literally cutting Jabari Parker for the Milwaukee Bucks. Why would I be a GM for Milwaukee? I'm going to have hometown awareness here. I'm going to be it for the Sixers. By the way, did you see any of the draft stuff going on? Yeah, I can't it... wait for the actual draft happening. Yeah, um, June 22nd. Seriously, I mean, you're going to have a healthy Ben Simmons. You're going to have a healthy Joel Embiid. Dude, they're looking at Monk. I was like, yo, if we get him... I know that could be a difference maker. Yeah. I mean, what if what if uh, what if ball slides and you guys get him? Oh my god! Do you know how amazing that would be? I know. Like I don't know. I just have this weird feeling. Is the thing is his dad is making everything worse. So people are like, I don't want to deal with him. I don't want to deal with him. Oh so yeah. So he's he might slide down, and the Sixers could take him. I mean, you know, I'm hoping that Levar Bell fucks it up. Because he's such a troll. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna buy no damn five hundred dollar tennis shoes with his name on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not even Air Jordans are worth that much. I mean, not at fuck? all. And if you really think about it, they're not really worth that tag anyway. They're made in some sweatshop for like the weakest amount of cash. Yeah, it's probably made in Detroit. But hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I said sweatshop. I didn't say anything about nationality. Well, I Detroit's look- gonna. Detroit's about to be abandoned at this point. This is what I want to see. Literally, I want to see the Bucks could literally be a dynasty, but this is what needs to happen. Honestly, they need depth in the point guard position. Well, actually, but, how come you guys don't have depth in the point guard position? I think about it because they made Giannis the main point guard. He's a point guard for like, and yes, it creates ginormous matchups. But the thing is, Giannis doesn't know how to do the long jump. That's why we signed Jason Terry. Okay, Jason Terry is probably going to retire this year. If he comes back, cool. If not, whatever. Um, bring Brandon Jennings back home. Bring him back to Milwaukee. Seriously. Then you have that shoot for – then Giannis is at small forward, whatever, like when he comes in as a sixth man. It would make so much sense. Plus, we have Brogdon. Uh, Jabari Parker is going to come back healthy. The Bucks really overachieved this year despite everything. I didn't even think the Bucks were going to make the playoffs. You well, saw a lot. Well, you know the thing is, you guys went all out and went to a good cause, though. That's that's the thing. Yeah, I even told you flat out, like, um, um, I'm, you saw it on my Facebook, you saw it on my Twitter, that I was like, the Bucks should tank because mm-hmm. this is a this is a loaded draft. We will not have a single chance against the Cavs. We will get swept. Well, like, I don't know. I don't know. What about late? What about late minute trades, though? You know what I'm saying? You never know. You might get um, Knowles if they don't use him right in Dallas. Wouldn't that be awesome? But we do need an all. But we have like we have Monroe though. Like uh, oh, I don't oh know. okay okay. Now that I think about it, well, I I want to say maybe that would lead to debt, but you know he wants to be the guy, so you got to figure that. I mean, Monroe's just a sixth guy. Not only that, we have so many like big guys as it is. Because we have John Henson, I mean John Henson, we have Monroe. I, I don't know what we're gonna do with Spencer Hawes. Mm. Um, we have a lot of these young guys. I mean, I would like Knowles on the team. I really would, but I don't know what we'd be willing to give up for it. I mean, of course, it's gonna be one of your big time pieces, though. It'd probably be Henson in a first or something. Mm. And I don't know if I'm willing to do that. Because I don't know if the Bucks will re-sign Spencer Hawes. And we barely used him, which was really a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's a plan involved. I don't know. 
We'll have to see how it goes. Like, I, I'm interested in see what the Bucks are going to do this season. They're not too far away, honestly. Mm-hmm. They they took it to that veteran uh, Raptors team, and the problem with the Raptors is uh, when their star players get injured, what was it? This has been, like, the numerous thing during the playoffs. Like, their star player always gets injured when they're losing. Have you noticed that? I've noticed. A lot of people's star players have gotten hurt this this year. Of course, Isaiah Thomas got hurt for the Celtics. Nene got hurt for the Rockets. That's right, yeah. Yeah, what? he got hurt. Was he suspended? He was suspended, then he was hurt. Because he got suspended for a game, didn't he? Something like that, and then he came back and he got hurt. Since this episode is really about what the fuck happened, what the fuck did happen to the Rockets? Oh, yeah, and then not only that... Did you hear that? Like, I saw a bunch of Rockets fans. They were saying uh, James Harden was injured and stuff. Okay, if you were injured and you're playing that bad, then why didn't you take yourself out of the game? Right. I mean, for real. Like, this well, you is know, like he he did he did fall over and act like he was hurt at least numerous you know. times. I mean, no, they were saying concussions, and I was like, bullshit. No, no. I don't know about no concussion. I think his leg was hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that knee collision? That yeah, was yeah. I, I I don't think concussion. But if you was that injured, whatever, you need to take yourself out of the game, and that's on the GM to begin with. Well, when you're building a team, you need someone to carry that person if he's not on the court. Thank you. I've been saying that for a long time, too. But the thing is, I think it's because it was playoffs and he didn't want to look weak, maybe. It's the craziest thing I stand by this. I said, like, the Rockets would really benefit from having Brandon Jennings. I, I know I keep mentioning this guy. Well, he is a talented guy. Why not mention him? And he does run an offense very similar to what the Rockets do. That would make sense. Kind of like a shoot first, whatever they do. And obviously, you know, the center runs the pick. It's a very similar offense. It's not like the triangle that Phil Jackson runs in the Knicks. And we'll talk about that another time. Oh, oh, Phil Jackson in the Knicks, huh? I don't know what the hell he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be a little bit more nicer to the Knicks. They actually have a chance this time. If Derrick Rose is on there, no. (laughs) I I said chance. So tonight, do you think the Celtics are going to pull it off with a win, or do you think it's going to no, be... No, absolutely not. No, I think the Cavs are going to win by, like, 30. Really? Oh, oh you think it's going to be game two again, huh? Yeah. No, I think the Cavs are going to be uh, really mad. They're going to want revenge. And it's at Cleveland. This is, get... is going to be a statement game for Cleveland, in my opinion. No, watch Cleveland sound by 20 points. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're a little late anyways, turn on the game, Al, and keep an eye on what's happening, and hopefully Dev will get in here in time so we can go ahead and talk about this while it's actually happening. God, they're already losing. Cleveland's losing. How, by how much? It's only four points, but still, what what is going on? They're, like, Cleveland's only scored 11 points. There's five minutes left in the first quarter. What is going on? Wait, what quarter is it? The first quarter, and Cleveland's only scored 11 points with five minutes left. How? Dude, they built this entire team full of, like, legit former All-Stars. Well, you know what? That just goes to show what happens when you build something with legit former All-Stars. Dev has entered the cycle. What's up, guys? Oh, hey, Dev. It's reminding me of that year with the Lakers when they had Kobe, Carl Malone, Shaq, all those other players. What's going on? And they just got tired towards the later end of the series? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. I got to get my hot take off with this one. Seven. Um, I'm turning on the game. I don't know about you guys, but I'm turning on the. No, nah, I'm not. I can't. I can't do it to myself. I'm not. Uh, Why not? I'm gonna wait. To, nah. I, I watched the horrible first half. The last time I watched the game. I'm not watching. 
Listen, Al, let me know when the second half starts. I'll, ch- I'll tune in and maybe. <laughs> yeah. <if I> throw- <laughs> you know what? At that point, I think I might chime in, too. No, nah, I'm guys. being. I'm watching this game. Come on, man. You, did you watch <laughs> that first half last time? You know, that first half last time was just nothing less of hilarious. It was ter- it was that bad, was bad hilarious. Basketball. That was bad basketball. The Cavs overly dominated, man. Like, it was bad. It was it was terrible. Wait, wait, wait. Overly dominated te- by the Celtics. No, the Cavs over like they crushed them. It was like J V versus it was like a high school varsity right. team versus a JV team. And I mean like the, the bad J V team. Not even a JV team that these guys could possibly get the varsity one day. Like the bad one. You you heard the man. He said bad J V team. That's hilarious. Hey Dad. Yes. How do you feel? About the score of game two leading to the score of game three. Honestly, terrible is where is the most one-sided basketball I've seen in a very long time. Now, mind you, the Spurs Warriors game, at least game three, was a little more competitive. I'll take a competitive loss over an overly dominating team, crushing them like you had first graders versus eighth graders in a basketball game. That's what it looked like. LeBron looked like that oversized kid that plays in a little league that nobody can stop. And everybody else is just grasping for dear life, hoping and praying he misses a shot so they can maybe score on the other end. J.R. Smith is looking like the second coming of Jesus Shuttleworth on Offensive Love. Kevin Love can't miss like he's playing on rookie mode in 2K. Irvin's doing what he wants when he wants. It's like he was in the All-Star, the rookie sophomore game when he crossed up Brandon Knight. It looks like the Cavs are at their absolute best, and the Celtics look like they just started playing basketball yesterday. So they looked like the Little Giants. Exactly. Man. LeBron James is like Spike from the Little Giants. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we still have to watch that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do drop movie references on the Cyclone. The, and, um, the, the fact that Dev brought that up. I just, I just get a vision, like LeBron James having the basketball, and you see all the Celtics like flying up in the air, ah! like and he just sunks the ball. He, he literally looks like that one guy that's men amongst boys in college. That's wild. Any, anybody remember Wayne's? Yes. I mean, from Kansas. Yep. For all you non-basketball nerds, that was a big guy from Kansas. He eventually got drafted by the Heat, didn't really make it in the league like that. But Wayne Simeon, for those of you know, he was a man amongst boys in college. Pretty productive, but the college game, it's a reference I think I heard on um, shout-outs to, uh, wow. what is it, uh, the no, True Who podcast. LeBron, um, way to miss a wide-open layup, dude. What the heck? We'll get the updates, but I really don't want to know until the second half. I'm sorry, sir. Nah, it, it's cool, man, it's cool. Yeah, so... Pretty much college basketball, say we're making omelets. College basketball just gives you really talented eggs. And if you're the NBA, you get the eggs. Now you have to do the rest of the work to make a really good omelet or you make a crappy omelet. So that's how the NBA draft works. And that's what college basketball is. College basketball develops really good eggs. They don't give you any well-done omelets ready to go. About four or five years to develop. It, it happens unless you're like, you know, a part of the list I mentioned, the Magic Johnsons, LeBron James, Kevin Durant to the world, guys mm-hmm. like that. You take about, you know what I'm saying, Paul George. You, you end up being like Paul George, Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler, you know, guys like Kawhi Leonard. You're going to be a star. 
don't get me wrong, the Draymond Greens, even Steph Curry, as great as he is, he wasn't that good. Or Clay Thompson, four or five years till they actually, you know, became the player they are now. The real interesting part of this game is something I think Jay left a comment. We went crazy in on the comment section on Facebook. Yeah, was we did. the real thing? The real interesting part about this series isn't the games. It's what's going to happen in the off season. If you're Danny Ainge, if you're Danny Ainge, you're playing with house money at this point, like a lot of it. You have Brooklyn's pick next year. You have their pick this year, which is number one pick, and you're going five games at the minimum with the Cavs. So you got to now think, I'm going five games with the Cavs with this current roster. But you only was able to go five games without Isaiah Thomas. So that pegs the question, do I trade the guy, get some assets for him? still stay competitive, build for the future, or do I go cash in now, try to win now, and maybe get the right pieces to try to beat LeBron in a seven-game series to ultimately maybe rolling the dice and trying to beat the Warriors or whoever else ends up in the Western Conference. But let's be honest, it's going to be the Warriors. Unless the San Antonio Spurs luck up and, you know, get the right matchup and are fully healthy. Oh, not at all, Dev, because you know the Warriors already won. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, you got, like, because I, I think even if, I feel like if they cash in now, they're only setting themselves up to possibly get annihilated in the finals against the Warriors, because they don't match up against them at all. Like, they had to play a brand of Warriors basketball, they just don't have the talent level of those guys. They, you know, they got to play defense, get up on the floor, move the ball. That's what the Warriors do. They just do it with way better players. Boston can't match up with that. Even if they cashed it now, say they get like a Paul George or a Jimmy Butler and, you know, maybe added a Gordon Hayward or, you know, whatever. My personal opinion is you keep the pick. You get the Markel Fultz, but you trade Isaiah Thomas because you have to hide him on defense. Everything's cool in the 82-game season because you can hide your weaknesses until you get into a playoffs matchup. That's when your weaknesses and your faults really show. That's when you find out what your team is really made of in the playoffs. That's why you see Chicago fell apart after Rondo because he was an integral part of their actual team. He didn't need to play all season. Playoff came time to get the Celtics to run for their money. Then you see guys like John Wall. He shows up. He's a star, but he's not a superstar. You know what I'm saying? People are making excuses for him. We did this, did this. John Wall is great, but he just hasn't taken that step. You know, and you also see the weakness with the Pacers. They can do a couple of good things, but it's just Paul George and the rest of them. And Monte Ellis, let's be honest, he's not the player he once was. So he's not taking that next step. Uh, Westbrook. It's the Westbrook show, and you can beat them easily. James Harden. He, you know what I'm saying? When the games are close and it comes down to the line, he, he plays terrible. And he has no one else on his team, and he comes up small. Um, Spurs, just injuries at the wrong time. That's pretty much the story about them. I mean, I know it's just Kawhi and a bunch of old guys, but that Kawhi injury came at the worst possible time. And I still have to wonder why Greg Popovich didn't just rule him out for the playoffs. He kept playing it game by game like it was going to get better. Game like he's out for game one. I'm obviously rooting out for game two, but for three and four, it's like he's still hoping that Kawhi would be able to, you know, come back and be able to play and help out the Spurs in some type of way. And they're playing, they're going down to that third string. They have like their rookie point. Wait, is Murray a rookie or is this his second or third year? I want to say it's his second. Oh, okay, it's his second. 
Don't hold me to that, but I think I think it is his second. Yeah, because I think he came first year out of Washington. He was the last pick of the first round. I mean, Pop doesn't really play rookies unless you're Kawhi Leonard and he sees the potential in you to start automatically. But even then, like they're playing guys like that. He doesn't really? play a lot of heavy minutes. Really. Listen, I like Kyle Anderson. I do. I had a, I had higher hopes. Surprisingly, out of those two, Kyle Anderson and Zach Levine. Zach Levine's had the better like showing of talent so far as far as a career. Kyle Anderson might last longer because of the Spurs' like system, but that remains to be seen if Kyle Anderson was even worth the pick. But said all that to say this: that teams showed themselves in the playoffs. And Isaiah Thomas, as good as he is at 5'9", does not play enough defense to even be, like, somewhat formidable. So at that point, you got to figure out, I'm trading him to see what I can get for him. The guy's about to be 30. Most guys, when they hit 30, either get better or they get worse. Because Kyle Lowry, he's only getting better. Then you got guys like Dwayne Wade, after he hit 30, kind of decline. It depends on their style of play. And Isaiah Thomas plays off his athleticism. So at my point... I would think that I get rid of Isaiah Thomas, get what I can get for him, keep the number one pick, start that guy at point guard, keep some of my same pieces, and, you know, build for the future while staying competitive. That's cool. I know it sounds kind of productive. I, I think it, it sounds kind of productive, I know. But you give your young guys enough playoff experience to mature, get better quicker, and the more experience they get, they're playing longer into the regular season where you continue on winning for years to come. Okay. Now, you're not winning. A, you're not beating LeBron. Let's be real. You're not beating LeBron, and nobody has beat Father Tom. Father Tom is undefeated, never lost, and he's not losing anytime soon. If anything, LeBron is going to beat LeBron if he doesn't shape up for this game. <laughs> okay, so LeBron was definitely disengaged in that second half. I didn't watch the second half because after watching that terrible first half, I'm like, I can't watch another half of this type of basketball. Like He was not attacking the basket. He wasn't aggressive. He wasn't going strong to the front. We're seeing that the same with LeBron right now. He's, he's no disengaged. Aggression. He's still yeah. disengaged. Yeah, there's nothing but, here. Yo, what's wrong with him mentally? Please tell me he's not having a meltdown in a... In a okay. I made a layup. There we go. Well, you see, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> First or second quarter? Second quarter. Is the game close? No, they're down 10, 12 now. Ooh. <sighs> okay, I see. All right, this is my problem with the Cavs. Or, and this also speaks to LeBron's value. The Cavs are a good ish team but they can't oh lebron just team. slammed it on their face never mind okay i think he's engaged he's up he's engaged i think he's getting pissed nah, ah. all right we'll see if you get him mad enough he'll start to engage then the thing is can't. you need that killer instinct every game <sighs> he turns it on when he feels like it which bothers me oh then he, he just turned... no, no he's engaged now oh my god what is he the hawk what is he have <laughs> hawk syndrome yeah apparently so yeah, I guess he's awake. <laughs> yes. So, all right, if we got to compare LeBron as, to a superhero, I guess we got to call him the Hulk. Like, when he's engaged, he's the Hulk. When he's not, he's Dr. Ban- Bennett. Banner. And then uh, LeBron gets Banner, treated free right in the face. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. All right, I guess Dr. Banner went away and the Hulk came out to play. Oh, yeah. You know what's really funny, though? The fact that everybody was going on this great high after Game 3. They were like, yeah, the Celtics are going to go. They're going to be the top of the line. Love this. Okay, this is a game. Okay. Guys, guys, we might have to close the show early and watch the game. Oh, yeah? Well, tell us, Al. Go ahead and do a quick review. Go on. What's up? What we got? Okay, so it's a seven-point game. Like, we might have to do a continuation after 
Anyway, oh, here we God go. Damn it! I really hope the Caps pull this. I like. I expected this to be a dominating game. What do you mean, think, Dev? Okay, I didn't expect the Celtics to win. Even you know what I'm saying is game four. I didn't four. expect them to win a game, especially with Isaiah on Thomas. No, the way they were. No, nah, I think Isaiah being injured is the best thing to ever happen to them because it's forcing them to play a different brand of basketball, and it's forcing LeBron to now being engaged. Because let's face it, NBA teams are smart. Not all franchises are ran equally because we have stupid owners and stupid GMs, a.k.a. shout out to Phil Jackson. But teams are smart. Coaches are smart. They pick up on tendencies, weaknesses, and they find out what teams are doing. Let's be honest. NBA teams don't switch what they do from the regular season to the playoffs. They just step up the level and the intensity of what they do to a higher level. So weaknesses, flaws, game plans, it's all figured out come playoff time. So we all knew Isaiah Thomas was better defense. It just got magnified during the playoffs. So now that he's out, they have to play a different brand of basketball where they are forced to move the ball. You can't stop the ball because Isaiah Thomas is known for dribbling out the clock and passing with maybe like 15 seconds left, and then they got to make something out of that. Now they have to continue to move the ball around, look for the open shot, and now different guys have to kill you. But I'm not expecting them to like. I'm not expecting Marcus Smart to go for like seven for seven from three, and Avery Bradley to hit another game winner, and Al Horford to you know go twenty and ten. They're not going to win, but there was no reason for the Celtics to win that game. Was up by twenty. Yeah, there was no reason. But again, LeBron was disengaged, and when he doesn't play well, they lose. That's it's statistical. It it passes the eye test. There's no doubt about it. He's so valuable to that team. If he's not playing or he's disengaged, like, completely, they lose. Like, I don't care if Kyrie drops 50, they'll lose. Kyrie dropped, what, 30-something? What, he dropped 30 last night, the other night? I think, I think that's what he did. Yeah, he dropped 30. Your, your, second, your second best player dropped 30 and you lose. Because your main, your star player doesn't play. He's disengaged. Like, that says how valuable he is to that team and how much he means to that team. So if LeBron doesn't play, they're not winning. Like, if LeBron has a meltdown, that team loses the conference finals. I don't care what you say. Well, on that note, then, pretty good analysis from both sides of the spectrum, huh, J360 Legion? I know we had a lot of sports knowledge to get through today, but, you know, it's something to actually try to test what's going on in this game. As of this recording, the Cavaliers did win 112-99 to against the Celtics. It did take them some time to get there, though. It was some sloppy basketball going on. Uh, but in the end of everything else, it's good to see the Cavaliers are leading the series 3-1. to one. But we still have more game time to go through. So me and the Cyclone crew will be there to catch all of it and talk about it. So next week, on Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m., we're going to go ahead and try to do another live show for you all. And as usual, we'll try to have the show ready by Wednesday. And if we need to do some fine-tuning, it'll be ready by Thursday. So, outside of all that, though, we want to thank everybody for coming in and listening to us and just sitting back and chilling. Hopefully, you're learning something, and hopefully, uh, LeBron and company can keep it together because they're our representative, and we need somebody to battle against what's coming from the West. You know what I mean? Uh, Outside of all that, though, thanks for coming in, J360 Legion. And on behalf of the Cyclone crew and J360 Productions, we're signing off. Laters. Thank you.